one tree had this beautiful fruit on it, but you're not allowed to touch it. What kind of God would do that? Well, here's the deal, folks. God has given you the freedom to obey him or disobey him. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, and the president of Dayspring Bible College in Mundelein, Illinois. Welcome back to In Grace. Today, we're gonna be continuing to talk about is the Old Testament obsolete? And a very appropriate topic these days is my sermon title, Why Is There Pain, Suffering, and Disease? This is relevant because there's a lot of that in our world. There always has been, but it seems to be increasing. Everyone has been affected by these things. And we wanna understand if God is good, why would he allow bad things? And so that's basically what we're gonna talk about today. And we're gonna learn from Genesis why there is evil, why there is suffering, why there is pain and disease in this world. And uh, again, it's foundational. It's in the Old Testament. We need to know what the Old Testament says. The whole Bible is relevant. The whole Bible is important. And so that's uh, how we're dealing with this series. Just before we go into that, and remember, we're going to be sharing an obsolete item that your kids and grandkids don't know what it is. And I'll uh, be doing that at the beginning of the message in just a minute. But also, I'm excited because we get to come to some of your towns. Uh, and Grace is broadcast on 550 stations around the country and obviously streamed and podcasted around the world. But we're going to try to get to some of you and bring our ministry team, my wife and I and others. I'll be bringing a message of hope in the last days. We're going to talk about Bible prophecy, some beautiful music. We're bringing food. We're just going to have a wonderful time gathering in grace. So the two places that we're heading to next in October, at the end of this month, in October 28th, we're going to be in Mitchell, South Dakota. So those of you in North and South Dakota, you know where the Corn Palace is. And so we're going to be there and have a wonderful time with hopefully several hundred of you. And then we're also going to be in Phoenix, Arizona, uh, in February, February 3rd. So you have a free ticket waiting for you at our website, ingraceradio.com, ingraceradio.com, and then click on Gather in Grace. Today, I will be talking about this big question that so many people have, and that is, why is there pain, suffering, and disease in this world? It is a huge question, I actually wrote a book that addresses this, Why Life Hurts, Understanding Why God Allows Pain, Suffering, and Evil. I'm working on a new book that is titled, uh, tentatively titled, uh, Healing Hurt, and it's the how to heal from these things that, that affect us, uh, that seem so negative in our life. How do we heal from that emotionally and spiritually? And... Um, Things do go obsolete quickly, though, don't they? Is the Old Testament obsolete? That's our question in our series. And we've also asked that you bring us some things that you've used or your parents have used, but your kids or grandkids have no clue uh, what they are. And so far, every item that we've put on display uh, for these sermons, the, the kids have no clue of what they are. It's kind of sad a little bit because things do seem to go obsolete pretty quick. So we do have a volunteer. Come on up, and we're going to see if he knows what this is. Are you ready? Okay, stand over there so everyone can see you. What's your name? Ethan. Okay, Ethan, 
Here we go. Are you ready? Sure. What is this, Ethan? I have no idea. It says it right there. V-po-ad. V-po-ad. What would this thing be? Do you have any guesses? Mm, no. Okay, so that stands for vest, pocket, adder. This is a calculator that doesn't use any batteries. So this was early. Early adding machine is really what it is. Pocket adding machine. And you take a stylus. The person that gave us this lost the stylus. So we have a nail. But you take the nail and you would manipulate these and add different numbers together and it would give you the total up here. Isn't that cool? Must be very old. <laughs> yes, it's very old. So hang on to that. Take a look at that. And uh, it's pretty cool, huh? Do you use a calculator? Not really. Yeah, because you're just so smart, right? You don't need that. Sure. Yeah, but that, that's an adding machine. Yeah, just be modest. Um, and now what you have on your, well, you probably don't have a phone. Good for you. But what we have on our phones, you know, I'm always pulling out the, the calculator and the phone, doo -doo -doo -doo, and it's done, right? But it's better to use your head or to do it by hand. But this was an early form of, of adding, basically, larger sums, and they could do it pretty quickly. So now you know what a VPO ad is, right? Yep. Okay. Everyone, let's give Ethan a huge hand. Well done. Okay. Oh, you need something from me. I was wondering why he wasn't leaving quickly. Okay, so this is what? 20 bucks. Okay, now this is going obsolete too, right? So use it fast. Give another big hand. Good job, Ethan. So things go obsolete quickly, but Isaiah 40, verse 8 tells us the grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Isn't that a wonderful truth? That things that, that grow obsolete so quick and you buy something today and it's already outdated tomorrow, but not this. This book is living. This, uh, although it's been done, it's been finished for over 2,000 years, it still has the answers to your problems today. The problems really never change. You know, we have a technological world that advances quickly, but it, the, the problems of our world are the same. Uh, and this book has the answers for your problems, your marriage, uh, raising kids, uh, your workplace issues, your relational problems. Uh, all of the problems that you have, the answers are here. But the most important answer is here, and that is how can I uh, be forgiven for my sins? How can I have everlasting life? And so that's all right here in this book. Some people have said, though, since we call the Old Testament old, does that mean it's old in the sense that we don't need it anymore. Well, this series is addressing that because some preachers have actually minimized the importance of the Old Testament. Although not everything applies to us today in this, this dispensation, this age of the church, uh, it's still relevant. It's still important. It's still foundational. It'd be like reading a book halfway through. You really wouldn't understand the basis for, for everything in that book without reading the first parts of that book, the first half of that book, in this case, two-thirds of, of our Bible is what we call the Old Testament. But just because we call it old doesn't mean it's 
irrelevant. It doesn't mean that it's obsolete. It's actually very important to understanding what we call the New Testament, the Christian scriptures versus the Hebrew scriptures. And so what we've been doing is we've been using a New Testament verse to springboard back into the Old Testament. And so far, we've been doing that with creation and uh, marriage and you know all of those foundational things in the first two chapters of Genesis. Today, we read in Romans 5.12, and by the way, this is peppered throughout the New Testament, the same concept, but we're going to use Romans 5.12 as our springboard to go back into Genesis, back into the Old Testament. And Romans 5.12, the Apostle Paul writes, Wherefore, as by one man, sin entered into the world. What in the world is that talking about? One man? Who is this one man? And because of this one man, sin entered the world. And not only sin has entered the world, which we, all of us that have eyes, all of us that have ears, all of us that have had at least some sense, we know for sure that sin has entered the world, right? You look around and you, or you watch the news or you just, you just observe ourselves and we know for sure that sin exists. And, and, and this also we know, and death by sin. Isn't that sad? You know, sometimes when we go to a funeral of someone that's older, someone that's 80 or 90 or 100, you know, we always say, well, they lived a good life. And it, like we're okay with death as long as they're old, right? But we're not okay with death when they're young. I don't think we should ever be okay with death because death wasn't part of the way God created us. There would have been a perpetual eternal life before sin, but sin entered. Now we have this thing called human death. We're going to address that today. Why is there death? Why is there pain? Why is there suffering? Why is there evil? Why is there disease? And so because of this one man, this one man's sin and death by sin, so death has passed upon all men. I asked a friend of mine who was a doctor, I said, what's the death rate? He said, what do you mean? Death rate of, of, of what category? I said, no, just the death rate of, of humans. He said, oh, it like staggered him. He said, 100%. I'm like, exactly right, right? Because that's true. Death has passed upon not some, but all. And that's what keeps people awake at night because they're worried about what would happen to them when they die. I think we all innately know there's more once we die, there's still more. And it says that death has passed upon all men for what? All have sinned. So it's not just this, this one man's sin. We've all sinned, but he started it. Step into the captivating world of ancient history and discover the inspiring story of David, the shepherd king. As a token of his gratitude for your amazing support, Jim Scudder Jr. is thrilled to offer you an exclusive beautifully crafted Psalm 23 bookmark, absolutely free. This elegant keepsake is a symbol of our appreciation for your generosity. And when you give a gift of $35 or more, you'll receive not just one, but five Psalm 23 bookmarks and the engaging DVD series, Discover Hidden Israel 4, all about David, the Shepherd King. When you give a generous gift of $250 or more, you will also receive a limited edition 16 by 20 canvas print portraying David the Shepherd King. To claim these remarkable gifts, call 800-78-GRACE. Go to ingraceradio.com or write to Ingrace, 
P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Again, that's 800-78-GRACE or ingraceradio.com. If you demanded your wife and children obey you and love you, they may obey you, but you would never know if they loved you or not, right? Because they don't have the choice. And even if they say, I love you, you always have to wonder, do they really mean that? So God gave Adam and Eve a choice. He put one tree in which he said, you don't eat of this one tree. Once you eat of this tree, your eyes will be open. The Bible talks about them being naked in this garden. And you can put a toddler uh, running around your house with not a, a, a scrape of clothes on, and they, they are fine with that. They're totally happy, and there's no problem, and there's no issue. But as they get older, suddenly they start to, it's about the same age that they start to understand sin and salvation. All of a sudden, there's, there's this, this knowledge that I'm naked. And, 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 and this naked that the Bible talks about, it, it correlates with a spiritual nakedness. Like we, we are embarrassed, we're, 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 af- we're afraid because of this, this problem that we now have because of what happened in the garden. You say, well, what happened in the garden? Let's get into this and let's, let's... And by the way, if you believe in the humanistic worldview, evolution, you don't have an answer for why is there pain, suffering, and evil, and disease. You don't have an answer for that. Now, you need disease in order to explain so-called evolution because you have survival of the fittest. You have millions of years of death, disease, suffering, pain um, before you get the advancement of a human, right? Lots of death. But there's no explanation of why is there death other than that's how we evolved. Well, I'm glad the Bible doesn't teach us that there was millions of years of suffering, of death. The Bible says everything was right, everything was good. Genesis 1, Genesis 2, and then Genesis 3. Genesis 3. Now, when we get to Genesis 3, if you're watching a movie or a television show at Engrace, we actually use music to set the mood. So if you were to turn to chapter 3, we're going to cue the suspenseful music now, okay? Genesis chapter 3, verse 1. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made, and he said unto the woman. Now this serpent, this creature was subtle, the Bible says. What is that word subtle? That word means cunning. That word means crafty. That word means that, and we also know that this, this was a beautiful animal that God created. You know, I don't know about you, but I, I'm not attracted to snakes. It's quite the opposite. I don't like slithery serpents, okay? I don't care if they're poisonous or not. I don't know enough about them to know if they're poisonous or not. The, the most beautiful, colorful ones, they say, are the worst ones to get bit from. So I'd rather not have to decide if it's poisonous or not. I just like to avoid all snakes. Now, do any of you like snakes? I mean, there's some people that actually have snakes at home as pets. And I, I really, now you're not going to raise your hand, right? Because a few of you like snakes. I, I, don't, I don't understand you. Anyways, the, the serpent, this was one of God's creatures. It didn't slither around in the dust. It could talk, okay? 
Now, I don't know if that, why didn't that surprise Eve, right? An animal's talking to me. I can understand the animal. I don't know all the details what this was, but the Bible says that this was a serpent and it was more subtle than any beast of the field. Now, nowhere in Genesis does it say this is Satan. So why do we say this is Satan? Because of the rest of the Bible. Revelation three times calls Satan a serpent. Second Corinthians, Paul is warning the Corinthians about departure from correct doctrine, and he's equating the serpent with Satan. In, well, look at, look at this next verse in uh, Ezekiel. In Ezekiel 28, it says in verse 13, and by the way, Ezekiel 28 in this part is talking about the prince and the king of Tyre. Now you say, well, the prince and king of Tyre, wouldn't that have been the real ruler of Tyre? Well, I, I believe there's a, there's a double prophecy. It is speaking to a, a leader of a city that was accursed, but it's also talking about someone different. The prince or the king of Tyre, one of them is, I believe, Satan. Why? Because it says in verse 13, thou hast been in Eden. Okay? So this creature that Ezekiel is prophesying against or about was there in the garden. Okay? And then it also talks about how beautiful this creature was. Every precious stone was thy covering. If you continue to read in the rest of this verse and 14, you're going to read about all the beautiful gems that this, this creature had. It must have been one of the most amazing looking, beautiful creatures. And it's associated with music. It talks about it. It was skilled in, in music. And so isn't it interesting that in order to set the mood for you when you're watching a, our pageant or you're watching a movie or a film, Jaws, for example, when you hear that music, there's suspense and there's tension and there's usually a dorsal fin coming towards you, right? Music has a tremendous ability to do things to you. They use it in stores, folks. Be careful about music because if this is Satan, which I 100% believe it is, Satan has musical ability and uses music for your detriment. It can. Music is, is something you have to be very careful about. Anyways, that's not what the sermon is. That is what the serpent was. But in Ezekiel 28, verse 15, it says, Thou wast perfect. So this creature, I believe it's referring to the serpent, the devil, went into this creature and used this creature to bring destruction and sin and disease and death into this world. But everything was right. Everything was perfect in thy ways from the day thou wast created. So here's the question. If this is the devil, which I think it is, when was Lucifer, which was, we, knew, we do know Lucifer was created uh, uh, an angelic being uh, for a purpose by God. It's not like, Here's God and here's the devil and there's this big galactic battle. Here's God and here's the devil, okay? So he's not all powerful, but he is powerful. God gave him power. God gave him authority. And Adam basically gave up all of his authority to the devil in the garden, okay? We're gonna come back to this sin in just a minute. 
but this, this creature that was being controlled by this creature, this was perfect in all the ways from the day he was created. When was he created? Some people think the angels, or at least Lucifer, was created during the creation week. I, I'm not sure. We don't know. We don't know the time frame, but we do know that he was created. We do know that he fell because it says, till iniquity was found in thee. And we do know that Satan fell, and it does it indicates that he, he brought a third of the angelic beings with him. So we have the devil and we have demons. And that's why there's evil. That's why there's this big battle against good and evil. It's because of right here. We're, we're reading about it. Okay, so let's go back to continue to read what happened in Genesis 3 in the garden. Yea, hath God said. Okay, so remember the first part of the verse the serpent is speaking, the subtle serpent, crafty, the ability to deceive, the ability to be cunning. So it's not like the devil is going to just pop into your life with, with horns and a pitchfork and red, okay? That's not what's going to happen, okay? That's not how he's going to appear. He's going to come in subtly. He's crafty. He can, he can use things that look right and look true, but he twists them. Yea, hath God said, so he's going to start to question what God said. Now, what do we have right here? We have the word of God. This is what God said, okay? How do we know for sure today what we have is what was originally written down because we don't have any originals to compare it to? But we do have some ancient manuscripts that like the Dead Sea Scrolls that you could go back to compare where they said there was all these errors in transmission. And there is, there is transmissional errors in books, but not in the scriptures, okay? If you, if you take the right family of manuscripts, the received text in our Greek New Testament and the Masoretic text in the Hebrew scriptures, you look and you see faithful, accurate transmission that God has promised. Folks, it is so important to know what God has said and to make sure that we accurately uh, reproduce or remember what God has said, because every word of God is important. And that's why we're studying the Old Testament, because we need to know the foundation of our faith is all in the what we call the Old Testament. So more about this tomorrow and more about why God allows pain, suffering, and disease. Right before we go, though, you've heard me talking about Gather in Grace, where in grace is coming to your cities. We've been to a number of places, Milwaukee, Chicago, Tampa, but we're now going to be going to Mitchell, South Dakota at the end of this month. And then in February, we're going to be in Arizona in the Phoenix area. We would love to meet you. Those of you that listen in those areas, please consider coming to these events. They're free. We're going to make sure they're uplifting. I'll be preaching a message of hope in the last days, talking about Bible prophecy. And so these are free events. You just have to get a ticket on our website, ingraceradio.com. Click on Gather in Grace. And then we also want to send you a free The Lord is My Shepherd bookmark. These are really nice little bookmarks that has original artwork on it of a shepherd in Israel looking at the sheep, guarding the sheep. And uh, we would love to send you a free bookmark 
All you have to do is contact us, go to the website or call us. We also would love to send those of you that support In Grace with a gift of $35 or more, not only one bookmark, but five bookmarks so you can give four away. And then also our brand new series about the shepherd king, King David, Discover Hidden Israel 4. These are my ways of thanking you for your support. More people are going to hear the gospel and you get these things. For those of you that can give larger amounts, if your gift is $250 or more, we'll send you the other things that I've mentioned, plus a beautiful, large canvas print of this original artwork, The Lord is My Shepherd at Sunset, about a dozen sheep on a brook, all the colors of the sunset reflected on the rocks, and then, of course, the shepherd. So you want to get this to hang on your wall to remember, The Lord is My Shepherd. Don't forget your Psalm 23 bookmark, absolutely free. Also, for $35 or more, get five Psalm 23 bookmarks and the engaging DVD series, Discover Hidden Israel 4, all about David, the Shepherd King. When you generously give $250 or more, you will also receive a limited edition 16 by 20 canvas print. Call 800-78-GRACE, go to ingraceradio.com or write to InGrace, PO Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Thank you for joining us on In Grace Radio with Jim Scudder, Jr. In Grace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in tomorrow as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on InGrace Radio.